Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hello and welcome to unarguably the most exciting episode that I've ever done on this podcast. I recorded this episode with my husband and we are having a baby. So I don't even know how else to introduce this episode other than to say that this news has been such a blessing to our family and honestly is just the hugest indicator to me of health. And many of you know that I've struggled with my health for many years. So finding out that I was pregnant with this little angel baby due in December was the greatest gift that I have ever experienced. So in this episode, we walk you guys through finding out, me finding out, and then Jonathan finding out a week later. I cannot believe I kept that secret for a whole week. You'll see why. And we just talk about the entire first trimester and what that journey has been like for us. It's been fun. It's been at times nerve wracking. It's been just an extremely cool amazing blessing all around. And before we get started, I do want to say I know that everybody's journey to conception is wildly different. And I just want to hold so much space for every person out there who is so ready to be a mother, to be a father, to have a baby. And I know that this process does not come easily to many people. And I really just want to share and be a light hopefully for those who are trying and those who are mothers and those who want to be mothers and all of that. And then some, because although the journey to conception for us was rather quick, and I feel really, really extremely lucky about that, the journey to healing my body, to being healthy enough to carry a baby has not been easy. It's been a daily, daily, daily thing for the last four years. And always the top thing in my mind when I was working on healing my body from Lyme was I just want to be fertile. I just want to have a baby. When that time comes, I don't want it to be hard. And I feel like that's the experience that I called in for myself. So I know it doesn't always work that way. So if you are trying and you just don't feel like listening to an episode about someone getting pregnant, then I would say you don't have to listen to this episode. Just do whatever feels good for you. But I do hope that if you're trying and maybe you're struggling, that this episode can show you that this is for you. And this process doesn't have to be hard. It can actually be just so beautiful and everything that it's supposed to be. And no matter what, it's going to be everything that is meant to be for you and your family. So 
We are so excited to share this episode. This is just totally an unfiltered conversation with me and Jonathan. So before we get into it, I would love to thank our sponsor, Sakara Life. If you're looking to nourish your diet instead of restricting what you eat, what if you nourish your body with the healthiest and most nutritious food? With Sakara, you're putting the best in your body so that you can feel amazing. Sakara is a nutrition company that focuses on overall wellness, starting with what you eat. Their organic, ready-to-eat meals are made with powerful plant-based ingredients, and they're designed to boost your energy, improve your digestion, and get your skin glowing. Along with delicious plant-rich meals, Sakara also offers daily wellness essentials like supplements and herbal teas to support your nutrition. Experience the power of plants as medicine with their best-selling metabolism super powder made with organic raw cacao. It works to boost energy, eliminate bloating, minimize sugar cravings, and reduce fatigue. And if you follow me on Instagram, you've probably seen me post about the metabolism super powder a lot. I also always post about their chlorophyll drops. I've been using those since like 2015. So take my word for it. Those are amazing. And right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off of their first order when they go to sakara.com slash balanced and enter the code blonde20 at checkout. That's sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A.com slash balanced to get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com slash balanced and enter code blonde20. Know that you are supporting a women-owned business and you will feel so good about what you eat. It's so easy, delicious, plant-based, and will help you reach all of your health goals. And with that, thank you, Sakara, for sponsoring the episode. Now let's get into this fun once-in-a-lifetime conversation that I have been dying to share with you guys for the last three and a half months. Here we go. Our pregnancy journey so far. So this episode, my love, this is the one we've you been waiting for. You already said what for. it is. It's a family affair. We got Huddy on the, on the carpet. We got Huddy sitting here with us. Well, baby in the belly. Yeah. Hey, you guys, we've been so excited to tell you this news. It has been so weird. I don't know about for you, Jonathan, but for me to just not talk about this for the last three months with my audience, with my TBB family. I mean, you have you have hundreds of thousands of people that are dying to know this. And I'd like 10 and I told them all already. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know, but it's been so hard for me. And I've been thinking about this day that we would record this for years. podcast for years. <laughs> but I've been thinking about it every day for the last two months, realistically, because I found out the news in April, you found out the news in April, which we will tell the whole story of how we both found out. It's a great story. And I've just been waiting for this day that we could announce this. The and, day is here, my love. And also praying, I was going to add, that this day would come because we have been so blessed with this little miracle. Now I could cry. Well, I was crying before we started recording, so easy for me to cry again because... I know that this journey can be hard for some people and yeah, really hard. has, you know, had the potential to go that direction for us. And 
I didn't. We've been very, very lucky and very blessed with this little angel. So I just wanted to add that I was praying that this day would come for this baby, for us to be able to do this episode. Yeah. And I think this is the ultimate test of your health. It is. Well, it's the ultimate sign. It's ultimate symbol of health. So anybody out there who has Lyme or chronic illness, this is possible. Fertility is there. Healing is real. And I mean, yeah, anybody who wants to be a mother will be a mother. Anybody who wants to be a father will be a father. And we're just so excited. <laughs> I love you. Jonathan's just sitting here smiling She's at me. Smile. I've never seen a smile that big. Never. You're the giddiest person I've ever seen right now. Like, what about when I told you the news? I mean, yeah, that was pretty... You were uncomfortably giddy. Like, I was on another level. Nervous. I had an entire week of preparation, which we will get into. Let's do it. Let's okay. just hop right into the story. Okay, let's hop into the story. So I wanted to begin by talking about how I found out, because I found out first, obviously, my body. And also I wanted to begin by talking about Because I know that people are going to wonder, how long have we been trying? What was that process like? Deciding that we were ready and then deciding that it was time to start trying. So I'll kind of kick it off. We started trying at a very specific time because we couldn't try too early because of certain weddings in our lives. And, And because of my health. And because of your health. But like, should we start in November? No, because then if, you know, you, we were to get pregnant, uh, we have this yes. person's okay, wedding. Okay, so detail. People are going to want specifics. The specifics are, I had three of my best friends and one family member getting married in May. And I just didn't want to not be able to go. Yes. May 2021. And then, spoiler alert, just like all of this year, last year, all of those weddings got moved. Every single one. So we didn't try in the, in the fall for that reason. And then in November, we had a very special ayahuasca ceremony that I didn't want to have to cancel for any reason. And then in December, I just wanted to take that time to get my body really healthy. So, and these are weddings that you're in the wedding party and it's family. It's not just like, hey, we're going to their wedding. January comes, first month we're, we're trying and Jordan is 100% convinced that like we're, we're having a baby and it's, and we very first attempt. And I'm like, okay, babe, can we ambitious. talk about, can we talk about why though? Because I actually think this will be really interesting for people to hear. So I didn't just think that I was pregnant because we tried. I mean, Yes, that probably had something to do with it. We tried for the first time to get pregnant, tracking ovulation, trying a bunch of times in the ovulation window. But it wasn't just that. It was, I felt something happen in my body, which I thought was the egg implanting. I thought I felt the sperm meet the egg and implanting in my uterus. I was certain. I was laying there maybe a couple hours after we tried. Is this and a silly question? Can people feel that? I don't think you, the human person. People have felt it. So I went on a quest to find out if this was something that happened, if this was natural, if this was real, if this was just in my imagination. As you can imagine, as everybody listening can imagine, I immediately started Googling it. Is it possible to know the second that you have conceived? And of course, there's so many different opinions out there. 
some people like, you know, Jonathan, my amazing skeptical husband would say that's probably impossible. Um, It's good to have a skeptic in the house. Then everybody will trust us a little bit more. So I have this amazing Chinese medicine doctor. I went and saw her and asked her and she confirmed, yes, you're pregnant. And from there, of course, I feel like I have this Eastern medicine, holistic confirmation. I then got my hormones tested from Dr. West, my Western doctor, who's also very holistic. And she confirmed that my estrogen and progesterone had both gone up by hundreds of points. So like massive levels. So something was happening in my body. I had morning sickness. I had tender boobs. Like I felt so much, so much stuff. I went to Miami with my best friend, convinced, convinced that I was pregnant. And the day that I was supposed to get my period, I got my period and it was devastating. It was devastating. And it was such, such a roller coaster of emotions. And I felt terrible for having put you through those emotions too. Because I had just said to you, I'm pregnant. And if you don't start to believe me, I'm going to be mad. Yeah, it was the most uncomfortable thing ever. Like, <laughs> No, you were happy. You don't trust the Chinese medicine doctor as that. much as I like, do. Like, I am going to get excited when there's like a pregnancy test that has like pregnant on mm-hmm. it. Or of there's course. a sonogram. I totally get that. I totally get that. And I had told my mom at that time, I don't expect anybody to believe me, but like 100%, but I know what's happening in my body. I know. I just know. So I went through just the the really sad feelings then of starting my period and just feeling really let down because for two weeks, I just thought, oh my God, a miracle has happened. We have become pregnant on our first ever try how does that happen? I mean, that's so rare. And then I was told that I had some health stuff to work on, which was really, really devastating because all we wanted to do was keep trying. And so we didn't try. We did not try in February. Hardest month of my life. Jonathan can attest that I was super depressed. I just felt like this is something that we want and to not even be able to try feels just not natural. So we decided together that we would keep trying come March. We did. I thought we tried in February. No, we didn't. Like we wanted to, we thought about it. And I almost said, just fuck it. Let's just try. And then I just said, no, we just can't because I'm taking these parasite herbs. I'm doing the thing. I just can't. And then we tried, we might've tried, but not at the right time. No, like right, right around the time. No, I know. I know that we didn't try. And then in March we tried. And again, the whole same thing happened again. Like as exactly what happened in January. At this point, you were just like, I don't, of course, believe anything until we see a test. Same thing happened. It was very hard. And I share this along with our good news that is that is, you know, the next month that came the next month, because I don't know if anybody else has ever experienced this. I've been dying to talk about it. I've been dying to see if other women have felt this way. And then I started to get worried. Does my body just, is my body just always going to do this? Is the hormones going to rise? And then I'm not going to get pregnant. I started to get really worried. 
not because we had tried a couple times and it didn't work, but because I was experiencing something in my body that felt like pregnancy and then it wasn't. So come April, we tried. We saw that I was ovulating and we tried. And I think the magic and the beauty is that I didn't think I was pregnant. I prayed to the universe and said, I don't want to have that same experience again. That experience was really challenging for my mind, my body, my soul, my husband, my parents, because I tell them everything. I just want to be surprised. I just want to, I just want to go through the next couple of weeks because anybody who's trying to get pregnant knows you ovulate. And then there's about two weeks until you kind of can find out or not. So to be completely honest, I didn't think about it for those two weeks. I didn't think I was pregnant. I didn't feel that rise in hormones. And I mean, I don't think you, did you think about it? No. You didn't think about it? I I will never think about it until like, there's no point in thinking about it. Okay. So for you, like, there's no point in being like, oh my gosh, I hope that it happened. Yeah. Because then you're just getting your hopes up. Okay. I feel that. So I took that route unintentionally. Route. There are two ways to say that word, mister. Route. Root and route. I wonder, we should do a poll. Yeah. Is it root or route, you guys? I think it's both. Take that route. So I took that path (laughs) (laughs) to sidestep that entire conversation. Nice. And I think it was incredible to have a stress-free couple of weeks. I went to Palm Springs with a few girlfriends for my friend Alexi's birthday. And her 30th. Her 30th her birthday. Dirty 30. Yes. So dirty. Oh my God. So I went Just to Palm Springs dirt with everywhere. the girls. No, nothing raunchy <laughs> about it. Jonathan was home. And when I got to Palm Springs, because I know my body so, so, so well, and I'm so sensitive to absolutely everything. And so that's why I was convinced I wasn't pregnant because I am so sensitive. I had grown used to the fact if my hormones are going to start to change, I will know. So we get to Palm Springs and I was supposed to start my period on that Friday and I didn't. So that was the first kind of inclination that maybe, maybe that could mean something exciting. But after the heartbreak of January and March, I was not going to get my hopes up at all. So I, again, I didn't really think about it. I just was with my friends. And then Saturday, we went to lunch in Palm Springs. It was like- It's actually a blessing. You were completely distracted with events that whole weekend. Yeah, it was such a blessing. It was incredible. And yeah, we, we went to lunch. I had no appetite. I had to get up and like, my stomach was hurting. I had to go to the bathroom like 10 or 20 times at lunch. It was very odd to the point where I was just like, I'm so sorry, you guys. I feel really sick. I'm very dizzy, very nauseous. And this feeling won't go away. (laughs) Oh, shit. You were pregnant. Yeah, I was pregnant. And I was thinking in my head, I'm pregnant, but I'm not going to even think that because you're fucking pregnant yes, right now yes so That's i was thinking crazy i was thinking it's me every <laughs> once in a while like holy shit i know me too i was thinking sitting there i'm pregnant i know it but i refuse to get excited because i i just can't i can't have my heart broken like that again it's so, way easier 
yeah. So I went back to the hotel. I drove past a CVS. I considered getting a pregnancy test. I even drove into the parking lot and almost went inside. And then I decided I don't want to take a test in Palm Springs. I want to take it in the comfort of my home. This is Saturday. Mm-hmm. Saturday, April 17th. Alexi's By the way, actual birthday. Side note. I'm in LA and on that Saturday, it was Drew's birthday. Yes, yeah, so you're a best friend. No, yeah. that's it was his wife's birthday. Ashley, sorry, I knew it was, it was Ashley's birthday. And I'm hanging out there and I'm, you know, in the next day I was planning to go. I had a flight booked. I was going to Ohio for a work trip till Friday. So leaving Sunday morning, that was the reason why I couldn't uh, go and join Alexi for her birthday. But yeah, I'll kind of dive into that yeah. after you. Finish. Okay, perfect. So, yes, that's true. So, Jonathan was here in LA. And then basically, same thing at dinner Saturday night during her birthday. I felt so sick. I had no appetite. I was very dizzy. And then just the level of exhaustion was so crazy. I felt weird. I felt like they're going to think I'm so weird, but it's 8 p.m. And I need to, I need to go to sleep. It's so weird. So anyways, went back to my room. I actually had insomnia the entire night. Cause at this point I knew in my heart and I just wanted to get up in the morning and drive back to LA. So I woke up at seven. I didn't really sleep. Got out of bed at seven. Claire, one of my best friends came in my room. We talked for a while. I left Palm Springs at 8 a.m. And everybody knew I hadn't been feeling well. So Alexi said, just leave in the morning. I'm fine with that. Just like beat the traffic and get home. So I left. It took me a very short time to get home from Palm Springs, which anyone who lives in nice. Southern California knows is like a huge win. Go one of two <laughs> yes. ways. Oh, yes, it could. So well, hour, short hour and 15. It was nice. epic. And How fast were you driving there? I was driving home to take a pregnancy test. So I was pedal to the metal and you, Jonathan, you had flown to Ohio that morning at 6am. So we were ships passing in the night. I had some pregnancy tests delivered from Instacart because of course I had none left over from the previous times because I took like 25 of them in the previous months. That was stressed out, Jordan. This is a new stress-free Jordan with a different approach. Had them delivered, got home. You should listen to me more. I know, but sometimes people can't change until they're ready to change. <laughs> That's okay. just the truth, especially you when it comes great to answers. stress and anxiety. So I get home. I didn't even let myself pee that morning. Forgot about this because they say the first time that you pee in the morning is when the levels... Hold on, hold on. Listen. You drove from Palm Springs to LA and you didn't stop to go to the bathroom? No, I didn't even pee when I woke up. Holy shit. Like I had like peed in the middle of the night, but like, no, not, not when I woke up onward because they say that, you know, if you're very early in your pregnancy like that, you want it to be the first, you want to pee on the stick first thing in the morning with your pee so that the hormones don't get diluted from drinking water coffee, whatever else. So yes, this is the truth. But also I, I tried not to drink any water or anything that much that morning because I didn't want to have to pee before then. So got I'm, home. I'm impressed. You should be. And took the test. And 
I did not take one of the fancy digital ones that says pregnant or not pregnant because I'm actually semi-traumatized from the earlier months of having that just not pregnant, like read to you. So I took just a simple plus or minus test in our little guest bathroom right up front. Of course, I didn't even walk all the way back to my bathroom. No, I went right in there. This is very uncharacteristic of you. Well, are you kidding me? I was full of, at this point, I was like, I have waited three fucking days. Excuse my language. I am taking, I'm not waiting a second longer. Go in there. Huddy comes with me, Avi. And pee on the stick. Those things are quick. Unlike the digital, which take about three to five excruciating minutes. These are like instant. Wow. I just peed. I looked and it was positive. And And you're like, this is wrong. No, it was wrong. I knew, I knew it was going to be positive. And what is your first, what was your first thought? Because mine would have been like, this shit's fucking wrong. My first thought was I knew it. I knew it so much that I'm not even surprised. Second thought. Second thought, holy shit. Holy shit. This is everything I've ever wanted in my entire life in one little stick. Third thought. Third thought, this better this better be right. And also, please let it last because I was pretty wrecked from what had happened in the earlier months. And although I had never seen a positive pregnancy test in the earlier months, I was worried. I was just worried. I just thought like, please, please be different this time. So, but nothing could really like make the excitement, you know, go away. It was very, so I walk out of the bathroom and I'm holding the positive test. And then I decided I should film myself. I'm going to want to see this later. I'm going to want to show this to Jonathan. So I started filming myself and I just was saying, I got back from Palm Springs. I've never seen that. Really? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to show you. I knew I was pregnant. I'm saying in the video. And then I burst into tears in our hallway. I know I showed this to you, but it was among a lot of other excitement. So I burst into tears in the hallway. And then I just start sobbing, saying, I knew I was pregnant. And I cannot believe, I cannot believe this is real. And this is the biggest blessing in the world. And then I go on to say, it is April 18th, 2021. Because <laughs> I want to just like solidify this moment. Jillian's birthday. No, you found out on Jillian's birthday. Oh, uh, that's right. The 23rd. So yeah. So then I just like plop down on the carpet in our office room with Huddy. And I'm like, Huddy, you are going to have a baby sibling. And Huddy, for anyone who doesn't know, is our cat. I think everybody knows. He's our child and has been for six years. And um, I'm just crying and I'm so happy. And then I thought to myself, I'm not telling Jonathan this news on the phone or on FaceTime. So I'm going to have to find Plot twist. the strength within me to not tell him until Friday night. And so, of course, the next thing I do is FaceTime my mom Because there's no way. I mean, yes, I can keep a secret from my husband for a short period of time, but I can't keep... If I'm not there. Yeah, I can't keep it in. So FaceTime my mom. Who else did you FaceTime? Well, listen, first I FaceTime (laughs) her. I had my... I see what you did there. I have my positive test in hand. And I just like... I FaceTimed her and I filmed it. And I said, I want to show you something. And she said, I just looked 
so giddy and so beaming that she thought I was about to show her like a litter of kittens or something that I had just gone and adopted like another kitten or a bunch because I just looked like gleeful. And I just held up this positive test and she, her jaw dropped to the floor for about 10 seconds. And then she was just like, how? Cause they had been a part of the journey of all the months previous. So they're like, oh my God, you already tried again. How are you so fertile? Like, this is so exciting. Exactly. So then I'm like, what do we do? Do we tell daddy, which is obviously what I call my dad. So she's like, yeah, we should. So she walks into the other room with the FaceTime and I do the same thing. I say, I want to show you something. And then I hold up the test. It's positive. And my dad verbatim, my dad goes, pregnant. Really? That was his response. And then he got happy. But my dad is cautious. And my dad and I are on a similar healing protocol with a Chinese medicine doctor. And so my dad had a lot of questions. He was like, oh my God, like, are you still on the protocol? That kind of thing. And I was just like, look, I'm doing what I'm doing for my body, for me. And I know that I'm healthy and I know this baby's healthy and this baby's coming. And the truth is I, we, I couldn't not try in April, even though we were told not to by more of a very holistic doctor. And, um, just to finish this parasite cleanse, not for anything super serious. I just said, no, like we are testing the, we're testing fate by not trying. I'm not comfortable. This baby's coming. And Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So then I wasn't going to tell anybody else, but it slipped out. <laughs> it slipped out how many times? <laughs> I told my handful of my best friends. And Two handful. I told. You I, told all I your ended, friends. I, no. I ended up talking to Katie that day. I tried to not tell her. And then she was like, what's going on? And then I showed her the test. That was amazing. Filmed it all, by the way. And told a hand, just a very small group I know, of giving you yeah, best friends. And then my acupuncturist, who's also pregnant, doctors, etc. Yeah. That week was so exciting. I kind of liken it to when a guy is about to propose or when a person is about to propose. That is what I imagine it would feel like to propose to someone because you know this secret that's going to change the person that you love's life forever. And they don't have a clue. Oh, they have no clue. So I had said to Jonathan when I was in Palm Springs, oh my God, it's so exciting. I haven't gotten my period. Like this could be good. I'm on a flight. There's no direct flight from LA to Ohio. So if anyone works in the airline industry, I mean, please make a direct flight. Anyways, 6 a.m. flight. Land in uh, Chicago O'Hare. It was either there or... or, I feel uh, like you were somewhere else. Or Texas. I think you were in Texas. Yeah, in Texas, Houston. For like a two-hour layover. And then then from there to... It's actually Kentucky, which is where you fly into, which is right on the border of Ohio. And then you drive into Ohio. With the time change, I didn't get to my hotel room until I think 10 p.m. And I'm like just beat by the travel, but I knew today was the day that like I was, it had to have been either Friday or Saturday. So I was called Jordan. I'm like, so like, 
do you have your period? And she's like, I had my period. And I was like, all right, well, listen, it's still really early. We just started trying again. Like, just stay positive. There's always next month. You know, you're still healing. Meanwhile, she's probably thinking to herself like, ooh, I got this guy so I did. I lied. Right now. I mean, not to be too specific, but on Sunday night, I actually told you, no, I haven't gotten my period yet because I was still thinking about how I was going to tell you. And I wasn't like prepared to lie to you at that point. I said, no, I haven't gotten it, but I just don't know. Like I haven't taken a test yet. It's just, I don't, I don't know. And I kind of just changed the subject. The next day I was talking to my mom and I was like, what do I do? I feel like I have to lie. I have to just lie so that I can make this really special and tell them in person. Then I texted you just out of nowhere and said, by the way, I got my period. I'm not feeling well. So just like, I'm kind of upset. And I just left it at that because I wasn't feeling well, but for such better reasons than that. So um, that's what it was. That's when I decided I'm waiting it out. I'm going to wait for this whole week and come up with a really special way to tell you. Yeah. So worked probably overboard. I was really putting the hours in when I was in Ohio and I came home Friday night and I was exhausted. And Jordan was so excited to make a special dinner for me, which I was just starving and tired. So I come in the door and Jordan's filming, but that's nothing new when your wife is a blogger. And she's like, I just wanted to film you coming home. And I was like, Yay. (laughs) I am exhausted. And then she's like, look at Hudson. And Hudson as a cat is a dude's cat. It took him probably a year before he like even gave me a little attention because he's like, nah, I don't give a shit about you. Like this is, this is my domain, bro. And I say that because, like, he doesn't wear a collar, you know. He's not the kind of animal that you can dress up in clothes. Dress up or, like, you know, put on a leash and and go for a walk outside. I tried that once and he just laid down like, no, bro, like, no way. So I I look at Hudson in the kitchen and he's wearing a bandana. (laughs) It was the cutest thing in the entire world. And I'm (laughs) laughing. I'm laughing because, like, why why does Hudson look deathly uncomfortable and he knows you're talking about him right now and he's wearing and he's wearing a bandana and jordan goes look at the bandana and i'm like i'm i'm looking at it and and she was like read it and i'm like thinking to myself like what is going on this is weird but the last thing i'm thinking is that she's pregnant Mm -hmm. because she told jordan doesn't lie like i've never heard you lie ever about anything so I'm just like, okay. So I'm, I look at Hudson. I look at the, the words on the bandana. And what does it say? The words say, my parents are getting me a human. And how did I react? You, it was the best reaction ever. Once you understood what it was, because you're like, wait, what does it mean? Because you I, were so caught off guard. I was guard. so confused. I'm like, what, is, what does that mean? Is this like... Yeah, I said, what do you think it means? And then you said, oh my God, like... 
really like that's what it is it's really what I think it means then you had the best most just incredible reaction that I ever could have imagined it was the same reaction when I during the first look at our during wedding. the first look when I saw Jordan in, in a white dress he has this time. amazing reaction that I've only seen now twice, those two times, which is a laughing and crying simultaneously <laughs> and just pure bliss, pure bliss. It was so beautiful. It was meant to be for just us because I thought I was filming and I wasn't, which was pretty devastating, to be honest. But it was supposed to be that way. And as Jonathan always reminds me, it was like such a special moment for just us. And I filmed the whole leading up to that and everything after that. So it's all good for my memories because I like to film everything. But it was so special to just soak in that moment with you and for you to experience the excitement that I had that had been mounting within me for a week. And oh, my God, like what was the first thing that you thought? I it didn't hit me for a while. But it did. I mean, it was like slowly hitting you in waves. It, yeah, I'm just saying, like, it's a lot to process. You're like, hell yeah. But then you're also like, wow. And then you're like, you, like, you're, you're healthy. You did it. So it's almost like you're celebrating the other person. But then you're like, wait, this is me too. Like, I'm, this is us. Like, holy crap. There's a baby now. Yeah. There's a baby that's coming. It was so beautiful then. So I had like a whole like list of different like special things for Jonathan that night since I had a whole week to prepare. This this was my favorite part. Yes, I had a box, a gift box full of the positive tests. At that point, I had taken like four or five, both digital and non-digital. And then when with balloons and a letter and in the letter, I shared with you the due date the first time. Like you were just learning everything for the first time. So I wrote, we have a baby coming December 25th, 2021, Christmas. And you're going to be a dad. You're going to be the most incredible dad. And then this whole letter. And then you opened the gift box and positive tests after positive test. Yeah. Then you just reacted like a total like little kid. Yeah. Jumping up and down. That we have on video and it's amazing. That I will was, share it. That was one of my favorite moments in life. It was so special. It was so special. So what did you think at that point? So when I actually saw the pregnant, that was like finding out all over again. I that feel like so it was. Exciting. I feel like that's when it really hit you. That, then it really did. Mm -hmm. More so than like, honey. Yeah. And it's funny because I wanted to... I wanted you to just have that shock of, of not knowing what was in the gift box and then finding that. But I also so much wanted to include Hudson and the bandana thing was too cute. It was too cute to pass up. And I thought I could put it on him after, but that's going to be really hard because with a cat, you literally have to wrangle them to the ground to tie a little bandana around them. But you're lucky if they'll wear it for 90 seconds. He was Max. such a man. But like... he was really a good boy the whole way home, the whole way that you were coming home from the airport. I was texting Jonathan, calling him like a maniac. Hey, how many minutes exactly are you from home? Because I just need to make sure that your food's going to be really hot when you get here. Like, are you five minutes or seven minutes? Because that's going to make a really big difference. 
And he was just like, Ex- what are you talking about? And it's because I wanted to have the bandana on him and I wanted to be like standing by the door and I had a whole plan. Yeah, I'm, I was going to stop and get flowers. So you're like, no, I need you home. I was like, all right, that's my... Oh, that's my sweet. hall pass. Yes. No, um, totally. And it was, it was, you had a long day. You were I supposed did. to land at seven and you didn't get home till like eight 30. It was for both of us long because yes. I was, I am not a patient person. I think everybody knows that there was a, an excruciating wait, but it was so worth it. Yeah. And then it was really cute that night. You're like, Oh my God, can, can I tell my family? Can I tell everybody? I had no idea. Jonathan had no idea that, that you have to wait and stuff. Well, okay. I don't like to say you have to wait because you don't like anybody can choose to do anything that they want. And I like to kind of adopt the method of tell anybody who, you know, who, if something were to go wrong, that you know that they would just support the hell out of you. Yeah. I, I'm saying like that it's common to. Yeah, it's wait. common to wait. And so with your family, because we knew that they would be so excited. Yeah, there's no excited. secrets in my family. Well, yes, we knew that they'd be so excited, which there's we There's no point in even saying like, this is a secret. Well, yes, Don't they would say anything call, to anybody. you know, all of their close family as well. But we, I, I didn't want to disappoint them in case, you know, you never know. So we wanted to wait with them. And I'm happy we did because the way yeah, we, we told them was epic, which we will totally get into. So- the coming weeks were really interesting because that was at week five. I found out at week four, Jonathan found out the day before I started week five of the pregnancy. And when I got into like week six, oh my God, that is when, because at week five, I was like, oh, I can handle this. The nausea, the exhaustion is not that much different from what I experienced with Lyme. And Maybe because I've been sick for so long in my past, being pregnant is going to be super easy for me. And then I got into week six. I was actually home in Sacramento. Every food started to sound terrible. Every food. Vegetables sounded disgusting. All foods that I was used to eating, just really, I couldn't even look at them. So it was interesting to be in Sacramento and try to figure out what to eat because you're in this whole process of trying to nourish your body in a brand new way to make sure that the baby's getting all of the nutrients possible and and that you growing the baby are getting all the nutrients too. So I was eating the most random things. The only thing I could eat was Siete tortillas with vegan cheese, Parmela's creamery, vegan cheese, and make quesadillas. That was pretty much all I could eat. In the morning, I would maybe- Who doesn't love a quesadilla? I know. Well, they were delicious, but like, I mean, everything was making me nauseous. So I would have a smoothie in the morning or just like, oh no, this was back when I couldn't even do smoothies. I would do an apple with peanut butter, save my life or bananas with peanut butter and everybody thinking, but Jordan, you food combine, all the food combining went out the window. There was no food combining. It was nuts, nut butter and fruit got me through pretty Sounds much. Sounds great to me. Yeah. And it was delicious the first trimester. Then if I was really hungry, I had a craving for like Thai food or something. I was like, this is awesome because now I can eat a meal and enjoy it. And then almost every time I did, 
afterwards, I would feel so terrible, which is something Jonathan noticed to the point where he was like, maybe don't indulge in every single craving because you're going to feel horrible after no matter what. So eat something that makes you feel good. So that became a good rule of thumb. Although I have to say I've indulged in most of the cravings and it's been, it's been really just like really stress-free and really, really healthy in that way. And then, so weeks six to week nine, that was the food aversions and the nausea. And I'm sharing this because, I mean, I think that's going to be interesting to other people who've been pregnant or thinking about being pregnant, but I see Jonathan's eyes glazing over. So the food aversions are real. No want for vegetables or anything. Then week nine, I started wanting a lot of the foods that I, that I like. Strawberries, you know, have been like my go-to. Blueberries, apples, bananas, every fruit. Fruits. Yeah. I think this baby is going to be a fruit and I kind of love it. So that was kind of my experience for the middle of the first trimester. What was your experience? Well, my experience, a lot of nausea, you know, morning sickness. Uh, And what I mean by that is assisting with a lot of nausea and morning sickness and bedtime sickness. Morning sickness is is literally not just relegated to the morning. That's something that I learned. Yeah, it should just be called sickness. It really should. I think it needs a new name. Yeah. Relaxin is also like, it should not be called that. I know. Oh my gosh. So the relaxin hormone has been causing me some aches and pains. That, that started more like in week 11. So the nausea started to get better. And then I developed sciatica, which I've never had in my life. Low back pain that goes down into your butt and your legs. And it is excruciating. It makes walking very hard. Walking helps, but also if you walk too much, it can make it a lot worse. So I've been trying to manage that. And we learned it was coming mostly from the hormone relaxin. So Jonathan has been literally a saint I can just like praise you for a minute here because you have been taking the most incredible care of me, treating me like a princess, giving me massages every night, my lower back, my arms. She gets one song like stripper. Yeah. he. he I always pick a really long song too for my massage. But the other day you gave me like a 30 minute massage and it was so nice. So Jonathan always dies because I always expose him for how sweet he really is. By the way, I I I don't go to strip clubs. I just know that you pay by the song. Just want a old disclaimer. Yeah, I feel there. like you've only been to one like once in your life. I know, but it's just funny. I know that was how we structured it. So massages, certain foods that she'll have cravings for, and then as soon as she's done eating it, be like, I never want to eat that. I never want to eat that food again. Disgusted by that food. Yeah, that happened to me, unfortunately, with my favorite vegan pizza. I will not name the place by name because I love it. I can't wait to go back, but I can't even think about it right now. Like it disgusts me after (laughs) eating too much of it one night in the first trimester. And the emotions, the, what is it? What do you mean? The hormonal changes. Yes, there's your hormones are going through so much. And I have to say, I honestly, you're not going to agree with me. I don't think I've been that emotional. No, compared to what I hear about pregnancy. I just think for me, I think a couple things bring on the emotions. Number one, 
when I get too hungry and I haven't eaten, you know that that is like a trigger for me. Yeah. And then I go off. Off. Another trigger is chemical cleaning products. And we won't have to get into that story, but your nose, your scent when you're pregnant is heightened. And I have come across too many smells that I hate, including chemicals, which are not supposed to be in our house. So totally there's that. Yeah. The hangry next level. The hang- we can the tell hanger. the Thai food story. Tell the Thai food story. Well, I thought it would be funny if you told it, but I'll tell. I'll so Jordan the story. is notorious for ordering foods from a food delivery company that will an hour and a half later just randomly cancel her order. I think we can actually say it's Postmates and Postmates. You guys need to get a handle on what you're doing because this has happened way too many times. So I'll wait for like 90 minutes to two hours and then all of a sudden it will get canceled. And for a hungry pregnant woman who usually eats dinner at five and it's like seven or 7.30, this just is not okay. And for the spouse of said hungry, hungry wife who wakes up at 4.50 and is at the office by 5.30 and works a 13 hour day and gets home at 6.30 to said hangry wife whose food just got canceled what does said husband do? He says, I will go and pick up the food for you. It's okay. Like, it's going to be okay. Yeah. Jonathan's been a saint. I'll make you anything. I'll pick you up food from anywhere. But as any really hungry person knows, like, that's just going to add it's on way too rational. Like 45 minutes <laughs> to the whole thing. So the other night, this happened with Thai food. We ended up going there to pick it up together. Why did we end up going together, my love? Well, I wanted to come with you to be with you. No, you wanted to come with me because for some reason I you thought I'm, that it I would said, go faster. I said you were more efficient when I'm there, which is not even true, but I was lashing out. I was so angry. I said, I'm the efficient one in this relationship and I have to come with you. Yeah, that was said. I was lashing out and apologizing simultaneously because I was just like a roller coaster of emotions. After food was in your tummy. True. So we went to pick up the food and I said the food was supposed to be ready. I got a notification saying the food is ready. All you have to do is. And of course the food wasn't ready. No. Well, no, it wasn't ready. There was a long line of people. I was watch. I was sitting in the car watching other people walk in front of Jonathan in line while he was looking down at my phone. So that was annoying. So then I'm sticking my head out the window being like, Jonathan, stay in line. Like as if I'm talking to someone who's in kindergarten and you're just ignoring me. So- yeah, I was ignoring you. He was ignoring because me. Because you weren't able to hear any of the conversations. No, I wasn't. So then I kept the window down so I could hear everything. So then the the girl, the nice girl at the restaurant comes out and she's like, oh, the order for Jordan was canceled. So we start trying to tell them. Well, no, I started to try and just have a rational conversation with this poor little like 18 year old girl. And I was like, listen, her first order was canceled, but we placed a second order for pickup and it says that it's ready. So can you just check? I know that you probably saw the name and thought it was the first order, but can you just check this new order that we just placed that says it's ready? Yeah. So she's going in and out, in and out of the restaurant. Totally not her fault. Like she was All the while, Jordan's yelling at me like, 
from the car, like head out the window. Like, I was like, just do something about this. Just go inside and get the food because I know <laughs> it's there. Like she even said, oh yeah, there is an order for Jordan. It's inside. But then she was never coming back out with it. So I would have just done this myself, but I was not wearing a bra and I was not wearing a mask. So like I couldn't get out. I couldn't go in the restaurant. So <laughs> more about the mask than the bra. I would have just went in there, just whatever in my pajamas if I had to. So anyway, long story short, she comes out after like 15 times and is like, we just have to heat up Jordan's food. And I was just like, please, no, please just give it to us. And and anyways, it took a really long time. And we have been laughing about it ever since because don't mess with a pregnant woman who needs to eat dinner. Right, yeah. Jonathan? Don't do it. Don't do it. So Jonathan's taking a selfie with Hudson. He's totally distracted. So anyways, it has been... Just so special beyond the whole, that was just a funny story about food and (laughs) the cravings are real and the hunger is real. And when your hormones are doing a bunch of things, there's all sorts of things to take into account that, you know, you're not necessarily used to. And I definitely haven't been used to, but I do, while we're here, I do want to share some of like the really fun ways that we've been telling friends and family that we're pregnant. And then we've just been counting down the days to be able to, to tell you guys. Yeah. So Jonathan, what have been some of like, I also have questions for you, by the way, at the end about what you're most excited about. All right, we're about. picking three. Okay. But I wanted to say what have, what was your favorite way that we told people and who was your favorite person to tell? Uh, um, telling JD and Sherry was super, super special. Yeah. So JD... And his fiance, Sherry, are two of our closest friends. Jonathan's longtime best friend, JD. They live in our building. It was very special telling them. Yeah, we had pictures from Jordan's birthday and we were like, hey, look at all these pictures. We pulled out the ones that are of you both. And they were looking through them. And then Jordan was like, and I also have this picture to show you. And they were so side blind, like totally just caught off guard. Um, it was epic. They were shocked. And JD was super emotional. And it was the sweetest reaction I've ever seen. One of my other favorites was Drew. I got a hat that said, Daddy. Yes, it and did. And did a selfie video. And I was like, Drew, what do you think of the hat? And he's like, wait, are you serious? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, no. He said, is this you telling me like yeah. that, you, that you're having a that baby? That was a great reaction. Jonathan's the king, by the way, everybody, of like the subtle telling somebody something really special, like yeah. wearing a hat and just like letting them notice. Letting them figure it out. It's kind of how he proposed to me too. Yeah, I didn't say, will you marry me? I just sat a box on her towel. Yeah, talk about confusing, but also very special. <laughs> big surprise. Yeah. My parents, that was epic. And then your sister and Jeff and the girls. And the girls. Yeah. So the way that we told my sister and my brother-in-law and my nieces, as well as Jonathan's parents, but on separate days, was we gathered them all together for a picture, which luckily with me is never surprising. So I was just rallying everybody. Hey guys, I really want to take a family picture like before the girls got in the pool. And of course, 
my sister and my dad, they're like making drinks, making cocktails. And they're like, just wait. So I waited a good two or three hours. I was going crazy because I am impatient. We waited until I was like 10 weeks to tell them. And we finally get them all together for a picture. Jonathan's behind the camera and he says, okay, everybody on three say one, two, three, Jordan's pregnant. And it was amazing because my sister and her kids, they just said, Jordan's pregnant. Jordan's pregnant. They're just so used to Jeff, who's like a jokester. Jeff, my brother-in-law, who's literally my brother. He's been with my sister since I was five. He's a prankster. So they're used to all these like, ha ha, Jordan's pregnant, like blah, blah jokes. But then Jordan goes, no, but really. I said, surprise. And my sister goes, no, you're not. And then Olivia got it. My niece, who's 13, she was like, no way. And then they slowly started to catch on. It was amazing. It was pretty epic. We will share all these videos, either on Instagram or YouTube or both. And then we did the same thing with Jonathan's family on our roof and did the one, two, three, Jordan's pregnant. My mom did it that time. She was behind the camera so that Jonathan could be in the video. And what was their reaction? I mean, my mom won the Super Bowl and my dad won the game winning shot, Lakers, Suns, game six. That's how excited they were. Yeah. It was amazing. Your brother, your brother's wife. My brother kind of knew, but was so surprised and shocked, but... He caught on. He's very intuitive, but I think he was, we, we led him so far astray to believe that we were not pregnant, yeah. that he was shocked. But it was funny because Friday, we told him on Monday, but that Friday I called him at like one o'clock, which is very unlike me. Like if anyone knows me, don't expect a call or a text back, even Jordan, until work is done. Like I just don't look at my phone other than what I need in that moment. Everything else is just that is noise. true. He's a horrible communicator. Let's just put it terrible. That way. I'm a terrible communicator when I'm in work mode. And my brother was just like confused that I was calling him and making plans. So he texts me like two hours later and he goes, like, congratulations. He said, congratulations. I wanted to be the first to tell you. And we were in the car together and I was like, so what I immediately heck? call him because I'm trying to like play it off. Like, what do you, you don't even know what you're talking about. Like, are you congratulating me because like we're reopening our studios or, or what? And he wasn't even with anybody. And he goes, it's okay. I know. I won't tell. I won't tell anybody. He said, I know that Jordan's pregnant. I know that Jordan's pregnant and I won't tell anybody. I'm like, dude, why are you whispering? Like, what are you even talking about? Now you're just upsetting me. Like, what are you talking about? He's like, I know. It's okay. But then, yes, he did. It was hilarious. The then fact you went that he on and whispering. were like, she's literally not. And then you meant to say, Jordan's still working on her health, but you said she's still working on her body. She's like really insecure about it. And he goes, she has a great body. <laughs> and I'm literally sitting there listening to this conversation, wanting to be like, no, I'm not working on my body, Jonathan. You are, you're working on your body. I know, but I'm working on my health. There's a huge difference as to why someone I would I guess wait. if you live in LA, as 
different. But. For sure. Anyways, his response was the funnier part. It was hilarious. That. And and then he's like, nobody ever comments about her body, dude. And I'm just like, oh my God. I know. That oh was, I love oh that God. you heard that because that was all really of it. cute. It was, no, it was too much. So Adam was great. My parents were great. Jeff and the girls were great. Drew was great. Josh, my other closest friend, was the antithesis of Drew's response. And side by side, it's it's a pure comedy sketch. It really is. That's another video. That'll be in the full video that we share. The whole thing was awesome. Yeah. It's so fun telling people. It is. I'm trying to think of my favorite people that I've told. Adam Canole was great. Yeah, Adam Canole and Kate. Kate Fitzgerald, you're the best. His wife. I had so much fun telling her on FaceTime. Well, I loved telling you, obviously. My parents were very fun to tell, but they weren't surprised. I'm thinking of people who were like genuinely surprised. And Phoebe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Phoebe had the best reaction ever. Also, because she's a December baby. So she's like, oh, a Sagittarius, even though baby is probably going to be a Capricorn. Yep. And funny story about that. I wanted to manifest you th- like it's so funny because I'm so into astrology. I always had these thoughts in my head of I'm going to have myself a Libra or something like that because I'm a Libra. I get along with a lot of air signs. But you can't control anything like this. And that's what I've learned in this whole process. One of the many, many things that I've learned. And I know that this is just like a very lighthearted part of the whole deeper conversation, but you can't control what you're going to get. And the baby spirit is actually going to choose what they want to be. And our baby spirit is a Capricorn. They're a Capricorn baby? Yes. They're and a Capricorn. If the baby, baby if the baby's they're early, a Capricorn baby. they'll be a Sagittarius, but I don't know. So hilarious finding out that the due date is Christmas. So if we have any listeners who have a Christmas birthday or even like the week of Christmas, I really want to hear from you. It's over. Because what? I say December 29th. Is oh, Jonathan after. thinks it's going to be the baby's going to be late, but we just don't know. So I do want to hear from anybody who has like a holiday birthday, let's say Christmas Hanukkah, because I just want to know what it's like. And I know some people love having a birthday at that time and some people don't because it can get overshadowed. So I just want to hear like, how did your parents make you feel special? If your birthday was on Christmas and you celebrate Christmas, please send me a message. I'm going to be looking to see for all of my Capricorn slash Sagittarius people to tell me what's up. So it's just been so fun. And here we are heading into, we are in depending on who you ask, the second trimester. And I'm so, I've just never been so excited. It's awesome. I the also, first one went fast. First trimester went fast. Oh, I also wanted to just mention, can we talk about what it was like to hear the heartbeat for the first time? Sure can. What was that like for you? We went in for a seven week appointment, the very earliest that you can really go in with your OB and listen to the heartbeat. It's so fast. Like our heartbeat is way more regulated. And theirs is like, do, 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 do. Sounds like a little lion. Yeah. Whereas ours is, you know, do, 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 do. Yes. But like the emotions of it. How did you feel when you heard the heartbeat? It could because it goes from an idea to a tangible, this is something 
this is going to be a person. But even crazier is that one of the first things that your body grows is the heart. That's nuts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I literally said to our doctor, how does something that tiny have a heartbeat? Something maybe a little bit bigger than a blueberry. And he said, it's the miracle of life. The baby. I'm not talking about the heart. The baby was bigger than a blueberry at that point. No, it wasn't. I thought it was like the size of the top of a, like a pencil. The funny thing is like these apps that tell you the food correlation, like they're not 100% accurate. So the baby was very tiny, maybe, maybe smaller than a blueberry. And yeah, my doctor said the miracle of life. Yeah. And I thought that that was so beautiful. It was. It is. That was it's really crazy. emotional for me because I knew if we were to go in there and hear the heartbeat, then this was real. That was like their probably top 500 heartbeats. When I wonder when the first heartbeat happens. Oh, what are you talking about? They always have a heartbeat. It's just, can it be detected by the ultrasound or not? Yeah, that's pretty nuts. Mm-hmm. That that is how it starts. Because it's a living. I mean, yeah, it's. Gonna be, I know it's so wild. So fresh. In fact, yeah, I'm just not sure. I don't even actually know what I'm talking about when I the heartbeat either. starts. But it was the cutest thing. My dad said it sounded like a lion because it was very strong, and I was just really, really pleased to hear. And I hope this can give relief to other people out there that after you hear the heartbeat, chances of anything going awry go way, way, way down. I mean, to like 4% or lower, especially because I'm 30. So that's the age range that I'm looking at. It's different depending on your age. And of course, anything can happen at any time. But to know that all of a sudden the risk goes so far down, I was in bliss. As someone who runs very anxious and has had a really challenging time with my health. It, I didn't, I couldn't even believe that. I think I asked my doctor 10 times. I'm like, so the risk really did go way down. And he was like, yes, <laughs> it did. <laughs> and what about now? Yeah, no, I know. What about bad. now? What about after 12 weeks? I'm, and I can't even stop myself from Googling. You don't even know the things I Google because I don't speak it out loud, but I like to just reassure myself. And I'm also just trying to live that path of stress-free. Everything that's meant to be will be. Top 10 takeaways from your first trimester. Well, I was also just going to say there, like everything that's meant to be will be. And that's how I got myself through the hard, the harder times before, before I got pregnant. Before you were so rudely interrupted by me. Exactly. But you know what? I like your question. So the top 10 takeaways, is that what you said? No, top 10, like, you know, learning moments, learning moments. Oh my God. Top 10 moments. Number one, finding out that I was pregnant. Number two, telling you. Um, Number three, going home to Sacramento and telling my nanny. Oh my God. I can't believe I didn't already mention that. My nanny if you guys follow me on Instagram, you know, she's 82. She raised me with my parents. She was with us from the day I was born. She's a second mother to me. And she almost died last year. And it was the hardest thing that's ever happened to me. But she didn't. And she's strong. I know. And she's and, here. But t- it's like been my dream to tell her this news. So I got to tell her. I told her really early because I was seeing her in person. And it was my first time seeing her post-COVID. She was so happy. 
I have it on video. She shouted it from the rooftops. She's posted about it on Facebook. And I had to, you know, I'm like, no, nobody knows yet. That was, oh, that was number three for sure. Then the following week, we got to hear the heartbeat. And then telling our, like our best friends and our families is up there. Learning how powerful my body is. Hell yeah. Fuck yes. Learning how healed I am. Hell yeah. Connecting with other pregnant women. I have a couple of friends who are pregnant, not a lot, connecting with them and like how universal this is for people who are pregnant is so cool for getting to know. You just don't, you don't know what it's like until you're there and to have that camaraderie and connection is so special. Oh my gosh. Number nine. Oh, hands down, finding out the gender. We're not going to share the gender yet, but we found out the gender. My parents did a scavenger hunt for us. We will talk all about this at a later time. That was like the best day of my life. All right. I'm going to spoil it. It's an alien baby. It is. It's an, I love what Adam said. Our friend Adam, when I said, do you want to guess if it's a boy or a girl? He said, well, I know it's a Pleiadian. That was the best thing I've ever heard. And then my 10th one would be when we got the DNA results back last week and finding out that everything is perfectly healthy and confirming the gender yet again. I could go on because there are so many special moments, but I want to know your top 10. Oh, top 10. All right. Number one, you telling me. Actually, number one, Heidi telling me. Number two, the box. Number three, wow. Uh, Number three was finding the gender. Number four was telling my parents. Number five, telling our closest friends. Number six has been like looking at just life totally different. Number seven. Heartbeat. Oh, yeah, the heartbeat. It's up there. Probably up there. Wait, that's like number three. So what are we on? Number eight? Mm Mm-hmm. Eight, honestly, just seeing you and witnessing you going through this and your body changing and you so desperately wanting a little bump. It's adorable looking in the mirror every day, hoping it's bigger, but it's still just not quite there. She's tiny. (laughs) I love you. I love you. Uh, Number nine, just being in bed and like, We'll be kind of sleeping and when Heidi wants food or he's just being needy, like once in a while, he'll like plop his head right in between both of our heads. And just thinking like our whole family like is on the bed right now. Yeah. That's that's nice, happy thought. And yeah, I mean... I, I don't know. All of it. All, All of, of it. it. I know. There was a really fun moment in Laguna when we were on vacation when I had so much energy and we danced for like two hours. Well, I danced for two hours. You joined me for most of it. And I had so much energy and I knew that it was from the baby because my, I think this, I know this baby is healing me. And I've at times when I'm not really exhausted by being pregnant, I have had an abundance of energy that I haven't experienced since I was a kid. And that has been so cool. 
I mean, so cool. I could easily go on. So I want to do a whole episode that I can do just me like talking about pregnancy and go deeper into what I was talking about, food aversions, et cetera, stuff that I can do without Jonathan here. But while you're here, my love, I wanted to ask you just a couple final questions. Sweet. What are you most excited for about being a dad? The little uh, apron thing that you oh. wear on your chest. Oh, the car- the baby carrier. The, yeah, the chest Oh my God, one. you guys. Jonathan called a stroller a cart. I don't know the names. Cart. You're like, oh my God, carts are so expensive. Like, do you think someone would gift one to us? And I was like, what the heck is a cart? A shopping cart for a baby. Literally. Like and then he pointed cart. to a stroller. I was like, oh, a stroller. stroller. Whatever. You're going to learn so many things, my love. I want the chest uh, little, you Yeah. Know. Oh, Jonathan is going to be dad life extraordinaire with the baby carrier on your chest. You were born to be a dad. Stoked you know you were born to be a dad. Born. Born then, ready. So, okay. This question I had, what was your first thought when I told you I was pregnant? That soon? Wow. Like you're really healthy. You're healthy. Feels like so good. I could tell you it all day, but this was like, haha, told you. Yeah. Boom. So good. Do you have any fears or anxieties about becoming a parent? I don't want to disappoint, you know? I want to be a great dad. I hope that I just uh, live up to my own expectations. You will. I know you will. What kind of parent do you envision yourself to be? I think this is going to be a point of contention for us because I want our kid to learn life. You know, I, I, what I mean by that is I think when we first started dating and like, I'd let Huddy just go in the hallway and there was like a balcony and you would, you would get terrified, terrified. Like you would get angry at me, but then you realize like, He's smart. He's not Mm going to do anything crazy. This is healthy for him. So I feel like we're going to have a lot of those moments. Yeah. That brings me to my next question is who will be the stricter parent? I feel like you will. Yeah. Well, I don't actually consider myself that I'll be strict. I'll be more worried. I'll be more like, oh my God, no, don't walk there. Or like, don't get too close to the balcony. That kind of thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think think our kid is going to know what's acceptable, what's not. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they're going to think one of us is more strict. Yeah. I, I want them to learn life too, by the way. I am not a traditional person it, by any means. And Jonathan and I, we watched this movie together when we were earlier on in our dating called Given. Everybody should watch it. Um, Great movie. I don't remember if it was on Netflix or Hulu. But I think it was Netflix. Yeah, you should just search the movie Given. Jonathan's going to look it up for you guys right now. And the way that they are raising their kids is what I envision. Their kids are surfing. They're in the ocean. They're learning from the environment and other people. And I follow them on Instagram. And I just love the way that they're raising their kids. They seem amazing and maybe it's the aspect of living in Kauai and maybe we will move there one day because I just love that life. So he's looking that up and... I don't think it's on Netflix anymore. Well, if you guys search for the movie Given, it's got to be somewhere. Yeah. And then my final question is, did you like the way that I told you the news? I couldn't imagine 
being told any other way. Yay! It was so genuine, so thoughtful. You incorporated Hudson. You know that's just going to melt my heart. It's on Amazon Prime, by the way. I had to look it up. Oh, it's on Amazon Prime, yes. Yeah, given. I knew your brain would not let that go. It wouldn't, sorry. No, it's good. Um, It's helpful. And then the box, it just never ended. It was the sweetest night. The only thing I regret is being so tired. I passed out like 30 minutes later. Oh, yeah, I was And mad. you were fully like just so excited that this just happened. It would be like me finally asking you to marry me. And then like me 30, falling asleep. 30 minutes later, like you falling asleep. Yeah, I, I couldn't would blame you. I shake you. Really couldn't blame you because you had not slept like all week and you had just flown so many hours had so many layovers but i was like come on Jonathan. <laughs> seriously it, the body just was not yes, there but then you woke up i mean then we got the next day and the now next we have day every epic. day for the rest of our lives that we was get a great to day do this. the final thing i want to say because it just popped into my head is i know i'm super all over the place with this but the day that we conceived the baby. And I know exactly what day it was because I was ovulating and we only tried that once. That was another reason why I didn't know if I would be pregnant or not. Cause it's not like we tried like 10 times in the weekend. We had one shot and then I was like, Oh man, I ovulated early. Like, I don't know if we can keep, you know, we could not really keep trying with actually, you know, knowing if we would have a baby or not. So we That was a day that we were off of our phones. We never turned our phones on that day. That was very blissful for me. I never do that. And we had the most special day together. And that was the day our baby was conceived. We spent a bunch of time outside. We laid on the grass and looked at the sky until the moon started coming out. And I remember saying out loud, if this is the day our baby is conceived... I will get the message loud and clear universe that this is the kind of life that I'm being asked to live. And this is the kind of life that our baby wants to come into. It just felt like such a beautiful, beautiful sign. Yeah. We laid on the grass and played this or that for like an hour. That was a different day. Oh, I love, I love you though. I don't remember anything. I have a very, very specific memory. We were on the other side. Oh, where we saw Chris and Bash. Yeah, over there. Exactly. Okay. In front of one of those beautiful, beautiful houses on the other side of San Vicente. You're Jordan, right? Yes. Oh, okay, cool. Just want to make sure I'm on this planet. <laughs> what? what are you talking about? I don't get anything right. Oh, no, it's not that. It's just that I, I remember that day. I don't re- expect you to remember April 2nd, but I do. I do. Good. I remember every second Sure, She's it. my memory bank. Yeah. I have a really unique memory, you guys. And I've then never, I came I don't home anything. from, uh, you know, and then I got to the hotel and she told me and I was like, all these things. And then Jordan immediately goes, that actually didn't happen at all. Uh, you know, the next day I told you and that <laughs> yeah. was how it actually happened. I tried to not be annoying about it, but with this story in particular, it deserves the full what really happened. Yeah. Yeah. You're the best. You are. You're going to be the best dad. Yeah. You're going to be the best mom. I mean, I can't I'm excited wait. for I can't this wait. life. Oh my God. I'm so excited. So everybody listening, we're so happy to share this news with you guys. You are like family from afar all over the world. I need the dad 
Send us the, the dad, dad tips. Send us the dad tips. Send us the mom tips. We want to know everything. The one thing that I ask is that <laughs> I always laugh about this. I have friends who have been pregnant and they have big blogs and they'll say just pregnancy police, you know, please please be kind. And that's one thing that I will ask is that we have like so many amazing doctors and healers surrounding us. So I know everything we're doing is like safe and healthy. And if I'm eating a mango, I don't want anybody to tell me, don't eat that mango. Something's going to happen to your baby. So all of like the genuine tips and tricks, we want to know everything from all the people out there who have kids. But if you tell me to don't need a mango. I'm going to go ape shit. Basically, don't mess with my mango. Just don't kidding. Just kidding. mess with the mangoes. No, if I'm genuinely doing something wrong, you guys can absolutely tell me. But I just mean like when I, you know, I don't want to get deep into this, but with everything in the world, there's going to be someone to tell you you're doing it all wrong. And, you know, nobody's really looking for that. Yeah. But we are looking for all the advice and love and tips. And we love you guys. We really do. Mm-hmm. Huddy does too. He's been in the room the whole time. And now we're going to eat dinner because it's 8 p.m. That's how much Starved. I That's how much I love doing the podcast with you. It'll be 45 minutes. It's never going to be 45 no, minutes. It'll be an hour and 15 because yes. we got stuff to say. Yes. Well, we love you guys. Love you guys. And we'll talk to you soon. And this is probably the most special episode we've ever done. That's how I'll end it. Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I don't even have words to express to you how much I've been looking forward to sharing this entire story with you. I know we were all over the place because we were excited and there's just so much to cover. I will definitely do a follow-up episode, solo episode to talk more about my experience being pregnant so far, but I wanted to involve Jonathan to talk about everything from his point of view as well. So... Thank you guys so much for being here, being part of our extended family from all around the world. If you feel inspired to rate and review the podcast on iTunes, send in a screenshot of your rating and review to jordanatthebalancewand.com so I can thank you by sending you my free yoga ebook. Thank you also to Sakara for sponsoring this episode. Use the code PLONT20 at checkout to get a 20% discount off of Sakara. And also tell us all of your mom and dad tips and hacks and everything. We can't wait to be parents. We want to know it all. So thank you so much for being here. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Love you all so much. Thank you for sharing this intimate, intimate moment with us. Mwah.